take my hand Called to say hello. I couldn't sleep at all tonight, and I know it's late, but I couldn't wait. Hello, my friend. Hello. Just called to let you know I think about you every night When I'm here alone And you're there at home Hello, 
runs off my shoulders How can I hurt when holding you Warm Touching warm Reaching out Touching me Hopefully you're doing well this morning. I know I am. Uh, lots and lots of stuff, of course, to get to. We have listener mail today, a big old stack of listener mail we got to get to. All kinds of Hollywood news and TV news and all kinds of news of that to get to. But first, uh, let me say hello to everyone. Let me let me get the hellos out the way. Uh, Douglas was the first one here. says, good morning, ass. Hangtown Jen's in the house again. Happy Tuesday, ass family. Cowboys Girl says, good morning, ass family. Two days until gobble day, starting with Neil Diamond. Yep. Oh, yeah. Figured today's double shot day. Why not have a triple shot of Neil Diamond to start the show off with? Uh, Cameron says, good morning, ass family. Braddy Kid, good morning to you. I, have, I hope that you have a spectacular, sp- stupendous, wonderful day today. Triple T says, hello again, ass family. Straight Fire says, happy Taco Tuesday, ass family. Get yourself some turkey tacos. Carlos's White Slave song joke comes to mind, LMAO. Arnie's lyrics are better, thank you. Uh, Alicia, happy Tuesday, y'all. Uh, Cowboys Girl, today's my last work day until Tuesday. Nice. I only work today and tomorrow this week. It's rough. My man Derek says, good morning, ass family. And Douglas says, two days till the Raiders and Cowboys tie. LMAO. Uh, I can only hope. I heard that C.D. Lamb is going to play, though. Uh, I, I'm excited about that. Yeah, sorry, Braddy Kid. You got to work on Thursday. Sorry about that. But you're getting paid bank for it. Fantastic. Uh, I want to start the show with my daily observation. Now, 
usually my daily observation is just kind of whimsical, something I saw and I want to talk about. Well, it is something I saw. And it's going to lead us nicely into the first story. I saw this video online. And a guy was, uh, I guess they were having some kind of anti-gun rally. Good morning, Sassy Pammy. They're having some kind of anti-gun rally down in Southern California somewhere. Bunch of fucking idiots. In my opinion. Um, and they're talking about how the NRA is a terroristic group. And the guy doing the interview said, like ISIS? And he goes, oh, exactly like ISIS. Which just had me shake my head. Um, and then it continued, and they, they interviewed this older guy, and he goes, well, we want to get rid of automatic weapons. And the guy doing the interviewing says, well, it, automatic weapons have been banned. He said, well, then semi-automatic weapons. And that's what got my dander up. Good morning, Arised. How are you? Got my dander up because I thought about it. Oh, straight fire, you're getting ahead of me, my friend. You know that the, the automatic weapon ban went into place in 1994. I do believe that was part of Joe Biden's big anti-crime thing. So we haven't had automatic weapons for almost 30 years now. Not that it was a gigantic problem before, I don't think. But hey, we, we went ahead and we banned a certain kind of gun. Now, I want you to think about that. In a country where your Second Amendment right says you have the right to bear arms and protect yourselves. That's all it says. You look at, you look at the Constitution of the United States of America, you look at the amendments, you look at the Second Amendment, it's about two sentences long. It doesn't say what kind of weapons you can use, what kind of guns you can bear. But we all went along with it in 1994 to ban the automatic weapons. And in my opinion, I think the automatic weapon ban is ban, uh, not banned, ban, is one of those that we can all just sit around and go, you know what, I, I understand it. I don't like it because you see what happens is this. Once you start to open the door, you can never shut it again. Give an inch, they'll take a mile, Correct. 30 years after, 30 years after, we ban automatic weapons. We have rallies in streets that want to ban semi-automatic weapons. Now, if you look at the definition of semi-automatic weapons, it's fire, and then you can only fire one round at a time. Well... If I'm not mistaken, that would be every gun that's manufactured now. From the ARs to handguns. I even looked it up. I say, is a Glock 9mm a semi-automatic weapon? And the answer is yes. So these people who are marching in the streets are marching to give up their rights. Now, I've never seen that before. Ban semi-automatic knives. They kill more people if it saves one life. Buenos dias, Ogre. 
So let's say that we were to do that. So could we then have muskets? And then how many years left until we ban the musket? And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because the first thing that you're going to have to do then, after we ban semi-automatic weapons, meaning every gun that's produced, okay. Hey, I'm, I'm jumping on board. Oh, Douglas, I know. I know. Um, oh, yeah, revolver? Absolutely. It's one shot at a time. So then the next thing we have to do is we have to look at the, the list of, of things that have killed Americans. Knives is on there. We're going to have to ban those. Hammers and other hammers. But, but we'll get to knives next. I mean, there are certain states that do ban automatic knives. Thank God I don't live in a state like that because I own a few of them. And there are limits on what size knife you can carry. I can't walk around the, the streets of Rockwall, Texas with my Bowie knife. I don't think I can. Well, I probably can't here in Texas. I'm not going to. But then... Well, Kale, Kale, yeah. Oh, look at that. Cowboys girl nailed it. She nailed it right there. Hold on a second here. She says cars kill more people. Correct the mundo. How about what just happened in Milwaukee? Hmm? The Wakusha or Wakisha Christmas parade attack. Five people were killed, 48 others injured, when a guy, Daryl E. Brooks, made bail twice in Wisconsin this year because they kept lowering his bail, even though he has an active sex crimes warrant out of Nevada. They've let him bail out. He bailed out a few hours before he got into an SUV and plowed through a group of people. Now, why is it, and I'm just wondering here, I want a Gatling gun, that would be kick-ass, technically they're one bullet per trigger pull, (laughs) Gatling guns are the best, dude, you can buy them online, you can find them, oh, I know you're not being sarcastic, I have an automatic knife too. Uh, Christopher says, and by the way, Christopher, uh, new movie review up today. Wow, he pulled some clout yesterday. He was throwing the show's name around yesterday because he got into the brand new Resident Evil movie, and the review is up right now on social media. And he did a hell of a job with it. And the picture he posted of himself at the movie theater, this guy is wearing the Nature is Not Your Friend shirt. Bravo, my man. He says, Arnie, the Founding Fathers gave us the right to bear arms, not guns. But they forgot to consider that there aren't enough bears to harvest arms from unless we start mass farming bears the same way we farm chickens. But then we'll have PETA trying to ban that too. When you say it, Waukesha sounds like some black chick's name. (laughs) Um, 
I know what I'm getting at is preposterous, but don't get ahead of yourself. Who would have thought that they would have had to ban any guns? And we the people. See, the problem is we are the problem. I've been saying this the whole time. We are the problem. We allowed the government to do that, to ban those weapons. And if we don't watch ourselves, they're going to ban semi-automatic weapons. But nothing will be done about automobiles. Isn't it funny how we have to wear masks? I I guess y'all have to wear masks everywhere you go. Not here in Texas yet again. Due to this horrible, dangerous pandemic known as a cold. You might lose your job if you don't get vaccinated. Yet, I think the number is 23 people a day are killed in the state of Texas in auto accidents. 23. It might have dipped down to like 17, but still. There has never, ever been talk about banning cars. Now, why is that? Because you don't have the right to drive a car. You don't have a right to be on the roads. I know why we haven't banned them yet. But aren't cars proving to be one of the most dangerous things out there? The most dangerous thing, though, isn't even the car. You know where most deaths happen? Accidents in the house. So how about we just go out and ban houses? All dwellings, apartments. You live in a teepee now. How about that? I don't know why I decided to do this rant about this. Because the story is just so sickening about this guy in Milwaukee running over people at a Christmas parade, running over kids, running over old ladies. I mean, it, it, it's really, really sad. Traffic lights and stop signs were created by white people. Ergo, traffic laws are racist and black people shouldn't have to follow them. Uh, dude was out after posting a GA12 bail for running over his baby's mama. Yep. The higher gas prices are pushing it in that direction every time we have a Democrat in office. Well, there's good news on that. Uh, actually, the, the president, I, I, I'll give it up to him. You know, I, you know I try to be fair on this show, as fair as I'm going to be. Joe Biden is set to release some oil reserves to help in the battle of high gas prices. He has asked the Department of Energy, and they are willing to do it, to release 50 million barrels of oil from the Strategic Petroleum Reserve aimed at addressing the lack of oil supply around the world, but its actual effect may be limited. Okay, how about this? How about we don't give a fuck about the rest of the world? How about those 50 million barrels stay right here? See, I knew it was too good to be true. I knew it was too good to be true. See, this is why I don't read the stories all the way through, so you can get my natural reaction of this is bullshit. 
Why do we have to worry about the rest of the world's oil? Because OPEC, the rest of the world's oil, sure as fuck is not worrying about us and our oil needs. In 2019, U.S. petroleum averaged about 20.5 million barrels of oil a day. 2020, uh, it averaged about 18.1 million barrels a day. So pretty much they're giving us four days' worth of oil that we have to share with the rest of the world. Wow, way to give it your almost, Mr. President. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah, part of that 50 are going to foreign countries, which I just... I did not see that in the original statement. When I saw the story this morning, I, like I said, I try to be fair. I try to be fair. But, of course, we're going to send about probably half of that. So we'll have one day's worth of, of barrels. We'll get that. Thanks so much, Mr. President. Wow. You've done an amazing job so far, Dick face. By the way, it may drop oil prices two or three cents. That's about it. And I'm here to tell you, two or three cents don't mean shit. Ooh, wow, look at that. I saved 26 cents on filling up my car today. Uh, if all he did was left Trump's energy plans in place, we would still be producing enough without relying on... Oh, absolutely, Kale. Oh, yeah. Oh, that goes without saying, dude. Yes, absolutely. He gets the gas prices sky high, and then he wants to be praised for trying to give some back. Some. Barely any. A day's worth back. That's just weak shit right there. I don't know. I'm not trying to be too down and too depressing today. I promise you I'm not. But Jesus. I I, I mean, honestly, it's getting to the point where it's just, it's so dumb. We, 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 We look at this government that we have, and even in place last year, when, when Donald Trump was in office, look, there's a story out now that a leaked U.S. government document says and shows Wuhan scientists were studying viral strains found in bats, which is nearly identical to the COVID-19 in the latest lab leak evidence. New document released by U.S. government gives new life to the theory that China did create this in a lab that we know about, and they used it for the gain of function, which Dr. Anthony Fauci says, oh, no, we weren't using any of that, even though there are checks out there that says this money went to gain of function. Goes on to say the Wuhan Institute of Virology was studying coronaviruses found in bats from Laos in the months before the outbreak, providing fuel for the theory that SARS-CoV-2 escaped from a lab. Do we need any more theories? Bradley, what's up, buddy? 
Uh, he says, it's hate week. Go Hokies. Beat UVA. There you go. Virginia Tech versus Virginia. I, I got the Hokies all day long in that one. I don't understand, honestly. I, I just don't get it. I know I say that a lot on this show, and you guys are probably sick of me saying it, so I'll try to say something else. But I don't understand why more people are not bringing this shit up. And by the way, this is not from some conservative linked news website I go to. If you check those monthly states or statements of how down the middle reporting is, you'll see one source there that's always right near the middle. And it's a British website called the Daily Mail. That's where I get these stories. A lot of these stories come from the Daily Mail because they don't give a fuck who's in office. I, I, I truly hate our government. I, I, the government is no good, not even when Donald Trump's in there. I think it's less deadly when Donald Trump's in there, but that's not saying anything. These people that run the swamp, that run all of Washington, D.C., wash each other's backs. And people like the squad and things like that, they're trying to change things for the worst. Because you see, the squad, to me, in my opinion is what we're talking about when we're talking about the guns. When you start to give in, people will continue to take and take and take and take. And the squad and the progressives are the takers. And if we start giving in to them, you will not recognize this country anymore. And it's maddening. It's so maddening that we give people like Dr. Anthony Fauci this fucking criminal who came out yesterday and says the that prematurely dropping mask mandates is, is a bad idea. Washington, D.C. lifted their requirements yesterday. Can, can, I know I've, I've talked about this before, but we, let, let's just talk real fast. Real fast, just me and you guys. It, honestly, let, let, here, here's the question for you, and I'd like some answers, please. In your heart of hearts, do you truly believe that masks work or have worked during this pandemic? My question is, do the masks work? Have the masks worked? Alicia says, nope. Braddy Kid says, no, because we don't wash them after every time. We remove them from our faces. 
No, same principle. My underwear can't stop a fart. Cowboy's girl says, fuck no. So why is it that mass requirements are in place? Damn it, late again. Good morning, your party animals. And if it took decades to figure out mask works, we're the dumbest species ever created. Hell no, they don't work. You're right about that, Mike D. Mask made it worse. Mike D says control, and Douglas says for compliance. And I will just answer you simply with... Correct the mundo. Yet. Dr. Anthony Fauci is coming out and again and saying, hey, these dropping of the mask mandates are a little premature. What have the mask done? I want you to go back. Let's go back in time, shall we? I hate to be bringing up this fucking COVID shit back, but we got to talk about it. All right, we've gone back, but let me read Alicia's post from today. On our way back home from hunting on Sunday, we stopped at the Nugget in West Sac. They came up and accosted me to wear a mask, and I politely declined. She asked, ma'am, why are you against wearing a mask? This is required in Yolo County. I ended up just telling what coffee I wanted uh, to my father-in-law and pulled my kids outside. That's the way to do it. Let's go back to the beginning when nobody had masks on. You remember the first shutdown of California? Masks weren't required then when they were shutting down all these businesses. And then it was like two days later, oh, these masks are required after a, a, a very, very lucrative deal was signed between the governor of California at that time, Gavin Gruesome Newsom, and a mask company in China. And what did we see from then on there? That was in March or April. So the numbers kept going up, even though the mask mandate. See, this is the part that I don't get. And I know that I'm not the smartest guy in the world. But why aren't other people calling this out? The mandate goes into place. and We are not to go out without masks. I didn't even go out without a mask. I was following the protocol. You couldn't go anywhere without a mask. Plus, restaurants were shut down. We shut down restaurants. We shut down malls, movie theaters, any mass gathering places. Oh, except, of course, Sam's, Costco, and grocery stores. I remember those places were safe. I remember going to the Costco over in Rancho Cordova, and I had to wait in line to get in because they were only allowing a certain amount of people in. And you had to wear a mask. Yet the numbers still had not reached their peak until July or August. Well, wait a second. That's two or three months after the mask mandates went in place. So why are we wearing masks if these numbers continue to rise? Hmm. Gail says they gave a uh, a false sense of security. Okay, I, I can buy that. I, I never had it, but I understand what you're saying. I, I never thought the mask, they're a paper mask. And what's the big deal about wearing them? Well, they're uncomfortable. It's hard to breathe in them. 
I'm fat already. But I, I complied. I went along with it. I remember the first mask I wore. I wore that first mask for like four months. Never got COVID. Dirty as shit. Still didn't wear COVID. And Wright says, my boyfriend never wore a mask the entire time because he said he, uh, he would. It supports the idiocracy of masks. It does. Yet this fucking asshole, this fucking asshole, Anthony Fauci is talking about, oh, uh, don't lift these masks too soon. Why? Have you not made your billions yet? Because the masks don't work, dude. Social distancing, as we learned on this show, was nothing more than a science fair project by a high school kid that didn't even win the fucking science fair. All these TV shows where the contestants or the, the talk show hosts have to be six or seven feet away. Honestly, that was like a, a that, that's like when you take the magnifying glass on ants and go, oh, watch this happen. That's what they were doing to us. How much can we get away with? I would imagine if they would have said you have to tie your right arm behind your back and walk around in public because that'll lessen the chance of getting COVID, there would have been a huge group of people who tied their right arm behind their back and walked around in public. Don't tell me they wouldn't because assholes were wearing masks in their fucking cars driving by themselves. Now, I know this next story is going to blow your mind. Oh, my God, I can't believe this. If you don't know what sarcasm was, that was just it. The dominant Delta variant, you know, this thing that we've been dealing with since, like, July? Scientists are saying it could mutate itself into extinction. Wait, 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 what? What? Japan is recording an insignificant 140 cases a day despite being riddled with the Delta strain only three months ago. In August, they peaked around 23,000 cases a day. By the way, the testing, I, I heard a story. Brady Kidd told me a story. If you pour orange juice on a COVID test, Orange juice comes back positive for COVID. As a virus replicates, its genes undergo random copying errors, which over time lead to changes in the virus's makeup. There was a Michael Keaton movie made called Multiplicity. Remember this movie where he made a copy of himself? And then the copies made copies of themselves, and pretty much a special ed version of Michael Keaton came out. Remember that? That's exactly what viruses do. And I do believe, I, I do believe somebody, who was that? Oh, that's right. That's right. You know, And you know I hate doing this, but. Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. He said, if you let the virus run its course, it will go away. It will go away. 
And look at that in Japan. It is going away. Isn't that weird? That, if, of course, until Anthony Fauci decides to break out another one of the, the variants that he's created in a lab. Straight Fire says, of course, it can mutate into different variants. That's why we, they have six different spots for vaccination on the stupid-ass vax passports. It's all about getting money to make people get shots. I like pizza, Steve. Yeah, exactly. Ted Triple T, you remember that movie. Andy, I, I think it was Andy McDowell played his wife in that movie. He wanted time to go and play golf and do things, let his fucking clones take care of it. He cloned himself. I, I just sit back and, and I just laugh at this stuff now because to me it's funny. That's all it is. It, it, to me, it's funny. And we get all upset in this country, get so mad. Look, look at everything that's happening right now in this country. All right, Alicia just sent me a story, and I, I really want to look at this story here. Uh, it's about Kyle Rittenhouse. And they asked Kyle Rittenhouse, uh, I, I guess they are asking about filing lawsuits against people. Uh, who besmirched his name. I'm sure. Uh, Kyle Rittenhouse said on an interview um, that his legal team is in the process of going after individuals who defamed him in the media. Oh, that must mean the president. Don Lemon, we're coming for you, you son of a bitch. Rachel Maddow, you can whip out your big cock. That ain't going to impress us. We want a big old check. In front, good morning to you, my friend. He says, happy Friday. I'm glad you're off after today. Kyle Rittenhouse says that his lawyers are taking care of defamation suits right now. I, I You know what, though? This is the one I want. This uh, I don't care how much he gets from CNN. I don't care how much he gets from NBC, from MSNBC. You, you can keep that all under lock and key. I want to know how much he gets from Joe Biden. That's what I want to know. Because the president wrote in a tweet that he was a white supremacist, and that's defaming of character. I thought this, uh, his interview last night was great, and I learned he never crossed state lines because he stayed at his friend's house. The night before, after he got off work in Kenosha. But we don't hear that on the Of course you don't hear that on the news. That better include writers at Fox News that are throwing out articles that are still, uh, still accused, accusatory. I want the fake news to be held accountable. So do I. I hope he goes after the dumb hoes on The View. I, I do too. I hope he goes after every single person that besmirched his name. And this is the this is the point I I understand where 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 black folks get get upset, especially at the media. Yeah, and maybe people will apologize to OJ. Well, he's gonna win. I mean, I mean, I'm just gonna tell you this right now, Ogre. If that kid and the Na- Native Americans got part of the $275 million he was suing CNN for, for for detriment of character, oh, Kyle Rittenhouse is going to get a lot more than him. 
I'm just telling you. But I understand why people get upset because I have these stories here. And this is the sad part. There's a case going on right now, and it is a very, very frightening case that happened in America. And this is the case of a black man. Oh, shit, what happened to it? Of a black man that was gunned down in the streets of Atlanta by a father and son team. Uh, Travis McMichael and the Mc, it, this is the McMichaels, Gregory and Travis McMichael. This is their trial. Yet everybody keeps saying this is the trial, the, the Ahmed Arbery trial. Ahmed Arbery is not on trial. Ahmed Arbery is the young man that was gunned down in the streets. And, 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 and look, look, I'm just going to tell you that they, they're trying everything they can to make Mr. Arbery the bad guy here, that he was stealing from there. Did you hear what, his defi- what, what the prosecutors, or not the prosecutors, but uh, the, the McMurray boys, is that their names? I, I don't know these racist guys' names. The McMichael boys, their lawyer says, that he had dirty-ass toes. It made Mr. Arbery's mother so mad she had to leave the courtroom yesterday when they made comments about how dirty his toes were. They are putting Ahmed Arbery on trial. Not the two people that assassinated him and the third guy that videotaped it. Uh, They're giving their closing statements right now. The defense is, okay. Nobody cares about Arbery getting gunned down. Know why? Because black lives don't matter. The problem is, is that they're making this a try. They're calling this the Ahmed Arbery trial. It's not. This is the Gregory McMichael and his son Travis McMichael trial. That's who it is. This is the trial of the McMichaels. They're the ones that are on trial here. This is why words matter in this country. This is why I don't buy into all the bullshit of, oh, my pronouns are this, that, and the other. Shut up. Mr. Arbery is not on trial. If you want to call this the, the, the trial that is looking for the rightful murderers of Mr. Ahmed Arbery, go ahead. But it's their trial. They're the ones that are on trial. And now, are you ready? I told you it was going to happen. Now, BLM, I still haven't heard their names, but black armed militias have rallied outside the Georgia courthouse Monday. 
One of those is the new Black Panther Party. Uh, one of the men from the new Black Panther Party said, y'all are in serious trouble because the wrath of karma is coming on America. Oh, here we go. Let's see if we can get him speaking here because there they are in their garb. They're walking there, all black outfits, berets on. Not raspberry berets, just regular berets. A Black Panther party, all right. Now look, I got to say it right now. Okay. The Southern Poverty Law Center, if you know anything about them, and you think the ACLU is a bunch of weak, limp-wristed bastards, the Southern Poverty Law Center is like, hey, hold our mint julep. They've come out and called the Black Panther Party a virtually racist and anti-Semitic organization whose leaders have encouraged violence against white Jews and law enforcement. Southern Poverty Law Center was set up for the fucking civil rights movement. Things are going to get bad in Atlanta. If by chance this jury or this prosecution, because that'll be that'll be what it's up to. It's up to the prosecution. I'm not going to buy into the the Klan is buying fucking jurors because the Klan doesn't have any money. These white supremacist groups are all broke and poor, and they're selling. They they sell a lot of meth, but they end up using a lot too. Statement from the left will read, those guns outside the Georgia courtroom are legal. Don't take them away. Uh. They are legal. If, if these men and women who are part of the Black Panther group are out there and they have open carry laws in, in Georgia, I imagine Georgia is a pretty friendly gun state. As long as these people don't have felonies under their record, they can carry these things around. Did you you said black uh, arm militants? My first reaction: at least they support the Second Amendment. They're militia groups. I'm just gonna tell. Look, look, and people are gonna get scared at this. I, I'm scared when there are white militia groups out in front of places with guns. So it don't matter what color the people are. You got a militia group out in front of a courthouse and they're armed. I'm fucking terrified. I, w- I am so happy I don't live in Atlanta right now. So happy. My, uh, my point was all other guns should be banned unless it's to support one of their causes. I got you. Uh, let's see. Um, they're going to push the white folks in the county too far here soon, and they don't want to see angry white folks fighting back. Too many honkies to handle. They simply are there to spark a race war. I don't let, uh, this is going to sound bad, but I get why they're there. I totally get it. Do I think it's right? No. I don't think it's right. I don't think it's right when white militia groups come out to support whatever honky is on trial. 
yet we allow it to happen, so we have to allow this to happen. They're led by Bigsby Clayton, the blind Black Panther who happens to be white. This is, see, this is where we got to come in and start using our heads. Okay, this is where this is where our leaders, our quote unquote leaders, our uh, elected officials, need to come in and simply do one thing. This is all they need to do. Do your fucking job. There are certain places where you probably don't want to have guns. We know that schools can post no guns allowed on these premises. Any any private business can put a sticker up there and say. We don't want guns here. They can pass laws in Georgia that restrict guns to law enforcement only when it comes to being on state property or federal property like that. Oh, my God, the term too many honkies to handle sounds like a fan-fucking-tastic album title for Public Enemy with George Jefferson on the cover. And for a record, I'm quarter honky, so I'm a honk. This is, See, this, this is the point. People in America have gotten so upset at everything that's happened. Now, I'm not upset about Kyle Rittenhouse. I don't understand people that are. If you're upset at the Kyle Rittenhouse story, then you need to go back and rewatch the trial. Okay? The prosecutors completely fucked the bed there. Okay? Had nothing to do with race. I, I, I'm tired of talking about it. I, I, I'm not going to bring it up anymore. Kyle Rittenhouse case had zero to do with race. Oh, 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 he did, did children white. No, don't. We covered that yesterday. I gave you two beautiful examples. A black man who shot police officers when they were serving a warrant at his house. He's not serving any time for that. Now, he's a, he's a former felon who had a gun, so he's going to serve time for that. And the young man out of Mansfield High School here in, in Arlington. The 18-year-old who opened fire in a school, but we couldn't call him a, a, an active shooter. He went home. He was able to turn himself in. So, no. So, let's see if the prosecutors in this case that is trying to figure out who murdered. Well, we know who murdered Ahmed Avery. They weren't trying to protect themselves. Douchebags. And I'll tell you this right now. Those guys, they better. The, the, the McMichael boys, when they go to the big house, you might want to be in protective custody. I'm, I'm just saying. Because your ass is going to get the shit raped out of you. Oh, yeah. Oh, I promise you that. Uh, all right, let's see. Um, I'll save that one. Congratulations going out to the Bay Area. The Bay Area uh, yesterday, third consecutive day, 
of looting. Yes, indeed. 50 strong hammer gang storms jewelry store after Macy's and Lululemon stores were hit. Thieves are taking advantage of the woke misdemeanor law. Well, did anybody see that one coming? Well, I don't want to sound like a dickhole, but I told you so. 40 to 50 teenagers wielding hammers smashed glass cases at Hayward Jewelry Store and ran off with so many goods they they haven't figured it out yet. The suspects also reportedly into other stores in the Southland Mall and walked away with clothes, shoes. Police have no idea how much stuff was stolen. About an hour later in San Jose, a group suspected entered Lululemon store in the outdoor mall at Santana Row and took an unknown amount of merchandise before they fled the scene. Last Friday, a Louis Vuitton store in San Francisco's Union Square was targeted and ransacked by a group. All these people are, are going, you guys got to change the law. The, the property less than $950 in value from a felony charge to a misdemeanor is the cause of this. And they're not prosecuting. They are not prosecuting this at all. And, and, and this is how bad, look, this is how stupid. And yes, I said it, stupid, stupid San Francisco and the ruling class in San Francisco is. D.A. Chelsea Boudin finally, finally charges San Francisco's most prolific shoplifter, but only after voters forced him into a recall election. The woman who's 41 years old stole $40,000 of items from the same Target store in 120 incidents over 12 months. The push to arrest Aziza Graves, the prolific shoplifter, only came after a request to the district attorney's office by Target being looted. This went on for a year. People in San Francisco didn't, the DA, the district attorney didn't do shit. Uh, Brett says it's a liberal haven there. Let them live with their choices. But the problem is that a lot of these places, like, like Target, They put stores there because there are a lot of people that live there, and that's how they make money is people go into Target and buy it. Now, Target doesn't know what the local local politics favor. They don't care. They want to sell merchandise in their store, and they don't want to have it stolen from. It doesn't matter. I don't want to see Target lose money. I don't want to see businesses lose money. I'm no fan of Louis Vuitton. But there are a lot of stores down there that I like in Union Square. And just because they put stores there 
doesn't mean they deserve to be robbed. The police need to do their jobs. The DA needs to do their jobs. Once again, do your fucking job. These lootings brought to you by the window replacement industry. <laughs> Good time to be a glass master. Amen to that. Believe it or not, the folks in the city are growing tired of it all. They are overused by the iron fist of communist machine and their ballot harvesting. Yeah, I look. I don't know what's going to happen in San Francisco. I I think it's I think it's a joke more than anything that they've allowed this to happen so long. I mean, look. It's the whole state of California. It's not just San Francisco. The state of California is not punishing people who steal. Believe me, I know. We're being insensitive. These dirtbags are just Christmas shopping. Let me tell you what would happen here in Dallas. You want to go into North Park Mall because that's kind of the hoity, either North Park or the gallery, but mainly North Park because that's closer to Highland Park, the rich part of Dallas. You want to go in there and break into the Louis Vuitton store, guess what? You're probably going to get shot by a security guard. I'm just telling you that's what's going to happen. Because, you see, they don't fuck around here. They don't fuck around. You fuck around, you find out. I, I don't know why people aren't really starting to listen to that phrase. Fuck around and find out. Those three guys up in fucking uh, Wisconsin, they fucked around with Kyle Wittenhouse and found out, didn't they? Sure did. Oh, Brett, I agree with you that these government they should tell the local governments to change their laws. This is the problem, though. Look, look, look. I would imagine, I, I don't know this firsthand, I would imagine that they are. I imagine that Target has gone to the city of San Francisco. We're just using Target as an example here. But Target has gone there and says, look, we want to prosecute shoplifters. We want to do that. It's in our company bylaws that we have lost prevention for a reason. And a lot of stores you'll see, we will prosecute shoplifters. And the state government sits there and goes, well, as long as it's not that much, you know, some of these people might be down on their luck. They give you all this bullshit. And the problem is voters that live in San Francisco are not that well informed. They vote one way and one way only. Now, stuff like this, this is the kind of stuff we need to happen. We need this to happen. We need all the targets to shut down. They're shutting down fucking most of the Walgreens in San Francisco because they can't keep up with the robberies going on there. What happens when all these businesses start shutting down in San Francisco? People in San Francisco are going to have to pay attention. Hmm. Isn't that great? I want to see one of those YouTube reaction type videos of swamp people watching the Rittenhouse footage. You know he's going to say, Jude, Jude, Kyle, Jude. The irony is not lost on me that Target has some of the most woke policies and views. Though. Oh, agreed. They're a French company. Target is owned by a French company, so of course they're going to be woke and they're going to be this. I'm using Target as an example. 
This lady stole fucking $40,000 from the exact same Target store. And nothing was done. It's maddening. Maddening, I tell you. But, hey, if that's what they want, then, hey, go rotten hell there, San Francisco. Uh, Sorry, not sorry. All right, here we go. Uh, oh, we, we we have to take a little trip here? Oh, okay. I, I'm, I'm willing to take a little trip. You guys want to take a little trip? Everyone from Florida is stupid. Everyone Early from today. Florida is dumb. I might not be the brightest guy, but next to them my IQ's high. If they had guitars, here's how they'd strum. Make no mistake, Florida is the South's trash can. We have a problem in Florida right now, buddy. By the way, the uh, new Tiger King 2 has started on uh, on Netflix. Dude, I it put me right to sleep yesterday. The, the, the second season, it's following the idiots that were trying to get him pardoned. They were just making a spectacle out of the whole thing. I mean, they, they were in Washington on January 6th, and they were yelled at by people, so they left before any of the bad stuff happened. Anyway, that was Joe Exotic. This has nothing to do with Joe Exotic. Uh, A Florida man, well, this could be, this could be the Florida example of Joe Exotic. A Florida man, Michael Rance of Miami, on Thursday has pled guilty to one count of wildlife trafficking and one count of possession of a firearm by a convicted felon. Even though he's been illegally shipping turtles and venomous snakes to the region. Because, because that's the one thing you need more of in Florida. Venomous creatures. You don't have enough already? Awesome. You have monkeys running around with STDs. You have bears. You have alligators. You have pythons that are running out of control, brother. And now you want to bring in more venomous fucking snakes. Mr. Rance accepted $3,300 to ship three eastern box turtles and 16 spotted turtles from a resident in Valdosa to a customer in Florida. Knowing that they would ultimately be shipped to China, he shipped 19 turtles in February, illegally labeling the box live tropical fish. I want to just see what, okay, let's see. On the label it said contain harmless reptiles and ball pythons, when it really contained venomous snakes, prosecutors said. I mean, really? Seriously? You're, 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 sending, you're sending venomous snakes? Where the hell is it? Damn it, tail. Where'd it go? Enough is enough! I have had it with these motherfucking snakes on this motherfucking plane! I, uh, Sam, I hear you. I wouldn't want to be flying out of that area of Florida anytime soon. Jackass. What an idiot. But that's not our only idiot in Florida today, people. Come on, you know I've got more idiots than that. You're implying Tiger King wasn't a spectacle. No, look, it was, but at least there was some there there to it. Like this, you can tell this second part is just trying to be a cash grab as much as they can. 
The first one, they had no idea how huge it would be. But this second one, you know, the toothless guy, the guy who had the bad teeth, Joe's first husband who had the really rotten tattoos as well. They show him in this. It's just all gross. Like the boyfriend that Joe had when he went into jail is now like hanging out with girls and trying to start up his own Instagram fame. Just sitting there watching this going, this is just, this is disgusting. Uh, All right, a Broward County woman faces charges after authorities detained her for attempting to smuggle 56 guns across the Michigan-Canada border. Good Lord, she's got a big vagina. My God. Vivian Richards was arrested on November, earlier in November after her car was sent to a secondary examination at the Blue Water Bridge Port of Entry in Point Edward, Ontario. Eh? The uh, Canadian Border Service Agency is the first fine line of defense in our country. You know, we don't want any illegal hockey sticks coming up here or a souped-up Zamboni, you know. During the examination, officers said the seized uh, items were discovered in boxes in the trunk of the car. Wow. Great job hiding those, hon. Great job. You put them in the box of the back of the car, they'll never find it there. Ooh, you're like David Copperfield. This is why people from Florida are stupid. Uh, hey, just put put them in a box, all right. Now close the box. You 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 ain't got you ain't got to tape the box closed. Just put it in a box. Close the box. Put it in a the trunk. They'll never find all them their guns. What's that all about? She faces charges uh, including attempt to smuggle, evading compliance, unauthorized possession of firearms, unauthorized possession of a prohibited weapon or a restricted weapon. All kinds of shit. Her next court date is tomorrow. Well, the day before Thanksgiving. Dumbass. Jesus jumped up Christ. Uh, By the way, the jokes for today, uh, you can find on TikTok real easy. Why is Helen Keller's uh, leg yellow? Her dog's blind, too. What is Michael J. Fox's favorite Taylor Swift song? Shake it off. And what has two legs and bleeds? Half a horse. That one is fucking hilarious. Uh, All right. We are going to take a break here. Uh, We come back. We have a bunch of listener mail coming up next at Arnie Radio. Dot com. By the way, the music today, the first two songs, Double Shot Day, a man who was just inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame, and let me just say, it's about fucking time that you put Bo Cephas, also known as Hank Jr., in there. The last song of the day, George Strait, song was written by a fellow by the name of Dean Dillon, who's written over 70 songs for George Strait. He also went into the Country Music Hall of Fame. With Marty Stewart. I don't like Marty Stewart that much, so we ain't going to play him. Lord, I'm saying. 
passage up to heaven Asking you to send me down another angel I've been looking for a long time For someone to get her off my mind But you know, Lord Angels are hard to find I want an angel With arms not with wings Someone that I can call my darling If you can think of someone Lord, could you help me one more time? But I know, Lord, angels are hard to find. It's my fault. I do a whole lot better next time But I know, Lord Angels are hard to find I want an angel With arms not with wings
bedside table But your jewelry was all gone And I just wish you'd call me Every time I look at the phone I look in our dressing and I saw myself break down Oh, I've looked all over hell But heaven can't be found I've called and looked in every place inducted into the Country Music Hall of Fame fucking finally. Now they need to put his daddy back in the Grand Ole Opry and the world can be normal again. Speaking of normal, welcome to uh, the second part of the show today. We have lots and lots of mail we got to get to. And as you know, all the mail on this show is sponsored by our good friends at JS Floors, the best flooring store in the West. Oh, God, the rest. Oh, my goodness. The rest, let, let, let me just tell you. The rest this time of year is so bad. Because what they'll do is they'll come into your house. They kind of look around. They wait until you're not paying attention because they're hammering and trying to put in terrible floors, and they're doing a terrible job of it. But then what they do is just deplorable. They steal all your Thanksgiving Day fixings, all the potatoes you have in the house, all the stuffing you have in the house, and worst of all, the turkeys. And I I, I hesitate to tell you what they do with the turkeys, but they steal your Thanksgiving Day turkey, and then they turkey traffic it. That's right, they sell these turkeys into prostitution rings. I've seen it once, I've seen it a thousand times, people. It makes me sick to my stomach. 
And you know who doesn't do that? That's right, our friend Jesse over at JS Floors. All he wants to do is give you quality floors. And he will. All you got to do is give him a call at 775-267-4123. There you go. All right. Now, I haven't done something yet this year before we get into mail. I feel bad. I'm sorry. I was, I was called out by Braddy Kid on this yesterday, so we're just going to do it right now. Let's go. Got to make a phone call. Welcome to Butterball. To be connected to our Butterball Turkey Talk, we're sorry. That was not a valid response. Please try again. To be connected to our Butterball Turkey Talk, we're sorry, that was not a valid response. We're sorry, that was still not a valid response. Thank you. Okay, we, I, I'm not saying anything. I don't know what's happening here. Welcome to Butterball. To be, we're sorry, that was not a valid response. Please, your call may be monitored or recorded to ensure quality customer service. It's three. Thank you for calling the Butterball Turkey Talk Line. All turkey experts are assisting other callers. Mm -hmm. Your estimated wait time is about five minutes. For self-service options to frequently asked questions, Mm -hmm. press 1. Or visit Butterball.com for information on turkey preparation, recipes, and more. If you would like to leave a callback number and keep your place in line, press 2. Or remain on the line for the next available expert. Please enter your 10-digit phone number. Okay. You entered seven seven five three five seven three two six seven. Is that correct? Press one for yes or two for no. Thank you. An expert will call you shortly. You will not lose your place in line. Kick Goodbye. Ass. All right, good. We can get the mail, and then they'll call me. Oh, this is going to be fun. We're going to have a good time calling them today. Uh, all right, so let's get to the mail. Uh, first one here. Let me let me set everything up. I, instead of singing there, I should have been setting things up. I, I'm sorry. I'm a terrible broadcaster, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, let's see. Uh, oh, what a beautiful morning. Welcome to Mail Call. All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for Mail Call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Um, uh, all right. <laughs> you should do 8675309 and tell him your name is Jesse. <laughs> uh, this one says Arnie. I just wanted to know something. When you were a part of that other show, and you used to talk about eating special holiday dinners with them, were they really as good as you guys said? Or was this just something you said on the air to make things more pleasant? Just wondering, I saw something about the whole brine thing that used to make me laugh when you would ask stupid questions about it. Have a great Thanksgiving. That's from Mary. Uh... This is that time of year, isn't it, I guess, uh, where, where they talk about the brine and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I will say this. As far as the food went, the food was pretty good most of the time. Like, like the, the, the person that made all the turkeys, the deep-fried turkey was just kind of eh. The oven turkey was eh. He got big into smoking turkeys, and those were kind of like, yeah. Now, he did a rotisserie turkey that was phenomenal. 
That was just fucking awesome. Rotisserie turkey was my favorite. I enjoyed it thoroughly. As far as the sides and all that kind of stuff go, yeah, look, look, look. I'm I'm fine with just stovetop dressing. I mean, there's there's a, a dressing that my sister makes from uh, from White Castles. She'll go to White Castle. They have those in Missouri. She's never sent me the recipe. Thanks. Uh, where she gets a bunch of White Castles, and she lets them sit out for a few days to where they kind of harden up and stuff, and then she puts those in her her dressing. And from what I understand, it's phenomenal. Dressing was kind of uh, okay. It was it was it was good. I mean, I would have I would have gladly. Oh oh, here we go. Quiet, kids. Quiet. Dad's on the phone. Hello, can I help you? Yes, uh, Butterball Turkey Talk Line. I'm oh, returning your call. Thank How goodness. How could I help you? Oh, I'm having all kinds of trouble. I, my, my wife passed away this year, and this is my first oh, year goodness. to host I'm sorry. Thanksgiving, yeah. and I want the kids to have it. She was an amazing cook. I have no idea what to do. I, I, I've got a bird. It's, it's 13 pounds. Uh, should I be defrosting it right now? Yes, you should. Okay, so it, 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 like, I, I should put this, what, in the sink or something, in the bathtub? I heard somebody talking um, about a bathtub. You know, it, it, if you're cooking it for Thanksgiving Day, um, you're a little short on your time for it to thaw completely. So oh, man, having I've already time... ruined it. Oh, my God. No, 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 you have Oh, that. my so Lord. Put it, put it in the sink with some cold water, but be attentive. Set a timer. After 30 minutes, drain out that cold water, refill it again with your tap water, not hot water, must be tap water. Um, do a few cycles of that and then put it back in the refrigerator on a tray and it'll finish its thawing and you'll be good for Thanksgiving. Okay. It, 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 like if it's not all the way thawed, can I still cook it? You, you still can, okay. but doing some of this cold water thawing, okay. you know, you could do it today. Or you could do it tonight. You could get up early tomorrow and, and do some tomorrow. It doesn't know, doesn't really matter which day you do some of this cold water thawing. Just be attentive. Change that water every 30 minutes. That speeds up your thawing. Okay. I appreciate that. Like four or five that. cycles makes it like one day in the refrigerator. So that's okay. pretty fast. All right. Uh, one one other question. My, my, my daughter, sure. she told me that mom was going to stuff the turkey with cheese this year. Can you stuff a turkey with cheese? Um, are you talking just cheese itself or are you yes, putting any yeah. bread or anything? No, with it? she just said mom was going to put cheese in there. And I, I, I don't think she was telling the truth. I've never heard of that before. Uh, yeah, it's, 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 it's not going to do anything. It's all going to melt and you're going to have like a cheesy mess it. in your pan. You I'm sorry. I just, I, I, I right. I'm just at wit's end. Yeah, yeah no, um, I, I wouldn't do it. You're just going to have a cheesy melty mess in your pan and. Okay. It's not going to really be of an, any you. assistance. Thank you so much for all your help, and, sure. and, and God bless okay. you. Yeah, you too. <laughs> well, you know, that scared the shit out of her. <laughs> we'll call him again tomorrow. Tell your wife, tell her you called your wife turkey because she liked to be stuffed. I can use that one tomorrow. Oh. <laughs> that was pretty good. Uh, all right. Uh, going back to the, the meals and things like that. 
They weren't bad. They weren't fall down, oh, my God, this is a five-star restaurant. It's the dysfunctional mirror of Herbert. <laughs> that was fucking awesome. Well, I'll try. Ooh, that's why I got to do the old lady tomorrow. Ah, uh, yes, hello, is this the Butterball people? Uh, yes, I was wondering if you could help me out. I've been making turkeys for the last 50 years. And this one, I want to deep fry. No, we, oh, I've got an idea. Hold on. Let's call him back. Welcome to Butterball. To be connected to our, your call may be monitored or recorded to ensure quality customer service. Due to heavy call volume, Damn. all turkey experts are unavailable to take your call right now Shit. for self-service options to frequently asked questions. All right, we'll, we'll, we'll call him back a little bit later. We, either later today or we'll do it first thing tomorrow. But, yeah, we'll, we'll get the Butterball people back. So Brad, Brad says that was fucking great. That was fucking awesome in front. Wait till tomorrow's. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Herbert's old lady. What, 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 what's her name? Is her name like Lawanda? Oh, Herbert, you got to pick up the seat before you go to the bathroom. Oh, her, she's going to be making a deep fried turkey tomorrow, and they live in an apartment. Oh, yeah, I'm going to have a lot of fun with that one. Uh, as far as uh, the thing, they were good. I'll, I'll say that. I, I'm not going to talk shit and say they're terrible. or They weren't as good as some people made them up to be. It's Thanksgiving. It's a holiday where you eat a lot of food. Some of it's really, really good. Most of it's kind of turkey. Is, and, and I don't like turkey. I, I, I'm not a big fan of turkey, and that's why I'm having, oh, we went and got the fucking ribeye yesterday. I got me a big old tomahawk ribeye. It's about two and a half, three inches thick. Cooking it in the oven first, 240 for about an hour. Then go finish that bitch off on the grill. Boy, I'm ready for that shit. Let's go. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, I need some help. Oh, ho, 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 you need some help. Well, as the song says, if you need help, well, I'm here to help you. Going to do two songs today. We're going to get you in that holiday spirit, people. I'm just telling you, right now, we're going we're gonna to do it. Here we go. First song. Turn this shit up. Let's go. 
got some problems I can help you Don't you worry I'm a trained professional We've all been there Time after time Now you gotta ask So I can't help you out Ask me now Ask me now Before I fuck a cow You know I'll do it And brag about it Fucking a cow Fucking a cow All your ratings Are in the gutter miss me that is fucking obvious fat and fatter is what you've become don't you really miss me when bonus checks come out ask me now ask me now before I fuck a cow you know I do about it fucking a cow fucking a cow you hear my voice in the morning hours and miss me the radio reminds me that I'm in the right place and driving down the road you'll hear me say all the bad words like fucking cunt Talking pussy Ask me now Ask me now Before I fucked a cow I told you I'd do it And now I'm bragging about it Fucking a cow Fucking a cow Ask Arnie song of all time. Right there. Right there. Uh, let's see. Uh, I always request from my family that I, I make a few of my lasagnas for Thanksgiving. Okay. At this point, I could eat Taco Bell and have water for Thanksgiving. It's a day off from work, and I get to watch football. Amen to that. Uh, all right. It says, Dear Arnie, I need some help, especially with all the holidays about to hit. You see, my girlfriend and I have been together for a little over a year now. And we ended up going to her family's for both Thanksgiving and Christmas last year. My family says that they really want us with them this year. But my girlfriend already told her family that we're going to go there without saying anything to me. Is this something that I'm going to have to get used to? Signed by Richard. Now, Now, Richard, Richard. 
This is only, you've been together for a little over a year. And I understand you're doing the good guy thing last year. You're getting to meet her family and all that kind of stuff. You're the guy. Richard, there's a simple word that I need you to learn. You ready? I think all the ass family knows this word. Uh, that word is communicate. Now, I'm not blaming it on anybody, but you write me the week of Thanksgiving. And look, look, you're a guy. You've got other things to worry about. You, you've got monster truck shows you want to watch. You, you, you've got the NFL on TV. You've got other stuff that's clogging your mind. When it comes to the holidays, I'm not going to blame her, Cowboys girl. You got to remember, this isn't like in March. Okay, this is, this is two days before Thanksgiving. This is a conversation y'all should have had back then. And look, I know you're a guy. You don't think about this shit. But it sounds like, hey, this year you are going to be stuck again. You're going to have to tell your parents that you fucked this one up. I can't put this one on her. You didn't bring it up. You never talked about it. Did she ever bring it up? And you're one of those guys that didn't want to talk about it because, oh, Thanksgiving's months away. Oh, oh, Cowboys girl, you're right. She will keep doing this. If you don't talk about it, you want to answer to your question, is this something you're going to have to get used to? Well, no, you don't have to get used to it because you can change it by talking to her. If you don't talk to her about this stuff, then guess what? Then, yes, Richard, you will have to get used to it. And I'm sorry, Richard, I know that you wrote me, and you want to make her the seem, I don't even think you really want to make her seem like the bad guy. It's just coming off that way. She's not the bad guy here. Maybe she's one of these people that plans. And she planned this shit out. I ain't got no problem with that. I don't think that matters now. He needs to call her out on making plans without communicating. I, look, the week of Thanksgiving, if you don't have plans... And then you're mad about the plans that you have or that somebody made for you? I mean, you got time for Christmas. You can talk about the. this is where you communicate, Richard. You say, hey, okay, since I didn't say anything, uh, can we do Christmas with my family? Since we're doing Thanksgiving, we did them both with you last year. You've got time for Christmas. But Thanksgiving, you're stuck, dude. I'm, I'm sorry, you're stuck. Because she doesn't want to be sitting at your house eating Taco Bell with Ogre and drinking water and watching football. She made plans. Uh, we used to switch every other year. There you go. See, here's, here's the way that, that when, when, when I had Satana, I knew that everything, every time we would have to go to that godforsaken place in Tennessee. And it was okay for Thanksgiving. It was okay for Thanksgiving because my dad was dating that crazy fucking bitch, Beverly, and she had a big family thing every year up in Tahoe. So they would go up there for that. And I I didn't like Beverly, and I really didn't like her family. So I wouldn't go to that. So I knew that dad was going to be taken care of, so I didn't have to see him. Christmas, though, that that was a little bad 
because she wanted to go back to fucking Tennessee. And I was like, no. I want to be with my dad for Christmas. And thank God, you know, I ended up getting divorced from her because, well, I got to spend Christmas with dad. Uh, Richard, my husband, and I alternate holidays. It's fair and allows everyone to enjoy the day versus giving one family everything or breaking up the day. This is something you guys need to establish. Communication fails on both parties. It isn't too late to change the plans either. But if he is too lazy to ask, hey, you didn't make Thanksgiving plans yet, right? Well, it sounds like she did. And Alicia says, I think this is a good lesson from here on out to play to pay the fuck attention to upcoming holidays. Exactly. That's all I'm saying is that look at it. Correct the mundo. And then you can plan. Now, if she's one of these people where she says, no, we're going to do all holidays with me, then you have an issue. But since you didn't do anything except sit on your thumb this entire time, Richard, and I'm not trying to piss you off. I'm trying to, to, to alert you to the wor- ways of the world. If you have a girlfriend, i.e. A, a girlfriend, a fiancé, a steady other, a wife, you have to get used to this shit. Douglas says, being single, I do whatever I want on the holidays. There you go, Douglas. That a boy. Make everybody here jealous of you. Uh, all right, next one here. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, Arnie, I enjoy a lot of the jokes that you post on social media. But I have to say that one of your latest ones may have crossed the line. Ooh, I've upset someone. The Kyle Rittenhouse and LeBron James joke. Oh, what's the difference between Kyle Rittenhouse and LeBron James? Kyle Rittenhouse doesn't miss shots under pressure. Uh, I understand that people are going to find that kind of humor funny, but I thought that you were better than that. Really? I wanted to say the same thing about your Travis Scott jokes, but wasn't sure like I am now. Mel. Well, okay, Mel. Uh, I'm sorry that you don't care for those jokes. There are a lot of people that like timely jokes like that. Did you not care uh, for the Alec Baldwin jokes? A lot of those were given to me by V. Coop. Uh I, 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 look, I, I'm sorry, Mel, that you're upset at this. Derek is laughing at you. He says, oh, no, not upset. Grow some skin. It's a fucking joke. I mean, seriously, it, it, it's a fucking joke. I mean, I told a joke the day after the Astroworld joke. Why was Travis Scott so upset that all he had was sun-kissed at Astroworld? Because he enjoys Crush a lot better. I mean, come on. <laughs> Christopher says, this is the first I hear that one. Shots under pressure. Okay, good. I'm glad you guys all like that. Good. Cancel, cancel, cha-cha-cha. Really, though, I, uh, I split custody of my son with my mom. We alternate holidays every year. And the holidays aren't the same without my kid. But we just celebrate the holidays on a different day. If he's with his mom on a given holiday. There you go. Timmy and Nicole say, this is why we listen, Arnie. Um, Mel, you sound like a fat collection of smegma and need to calm the fuck down or find a different show. That crossed the line, really? Don't be a bitch. I know, right? That one crossed the line? 
I mean, fuck, dude. I tell some fucking really horrendous jokes on there. That wouldn't cross the line. I mean, I told a joke the other day. What do Alec Baldwin and, and Kurt Cobain have in common? They both enjoy shots. I mean, damn. Come on. Lighten up, Mel. Fuck. Mel's the kind of person that would get upset in the middle of a comedy show and start try to start heckling. By the way, do you, you guys see that story last week? I think it was last week. I didn't do it on the show because it was not about a big comedian. But any it, it, look, look, I respect the shit out of stand-up comedians. Two of my closest friends are stand-up comedians, Carlos and Ellis. I think this happened somewhere. Mel sounds like a cunt from TikTok. Oh, by the way, by the way, oh, shit, I haven't played for you our, our, our phrase of the day yet. I'm so sorry. Today's word is munging. Munging. Do you know what munging is? Google, what's munging? Go to a graveyard with four of your buddies, too. Dig up fresh corpse, female, and have a gangbang. Three, afterwards, one of them puts their mouth over the vagina. Four, someone jumps on the stomach, shooting all the cum and maggots and such into the person's mouth. They swallow it. Holmes, check check it. Me and Joe just went over to the cemetery and mung the bejesus out of Margaret's dead grandma. Now, the, the, the audio quality is not very good, which sucks. But munging is the act of going to a graveyard, digging up a fresh corpse, having a gangbang with it, and then somebody puts their mouth on the vagina, jumps on the stomach, the person then ingests all the semen and maggots. Now, I got that off of TikTok. Now, if I get put down for a joke that I told just yesterday, my my all-time biggest viewed joke, well, my second all-time, the first one is how do you get peanut or how do you get gum out of your hair? Cancer. That one's got millions of views, right? The other one that had almost two million views was <laughs> what the actual fuck? That's disgusting. Wait till you hear the Philly sidecar. <laughs> oh god damn. Uh, I got kicked off. That's allowed on TikTok. That what you just heard, Mungie, is allowed on TikTok. But I had a joke taken down, and I've recently redone it, and we'll see if they take it down again. How do you get a dog to stop humping your leg? Pick him up and suck him off. That got my my first account completely banned because they went back and looked at it. (laughs) You just triggered Mel with that one, too. Unless the person performing this is a pedo, then he'll be fine with it. And that's why I did it there. I mean, look, look, look. I like to have fun with my jokes. I don't tell. I don't use racist terminology when I use my when I tell my jokes. Look, look, I I, I tell like, uh, what do you call? This is an old one. What do you call an abortion clinic in the hood? Crime Stoppers. What's the best part about dating a girl from the hood? You never have to meet her father. These are all jokes. And that's all they see. This is the this is the part that I, I don't understand anymore. 
is that these are jokes. And I'll get back to the comedian here in just a second. Let me write that down. Um, I don't know when everybody got so butthurt with jokes. Like, if you don't like the joke and you see my face come up on TikTok, then keep swiping. If you don't like what I have to say on the air, then, then change, change your computer. When I was on the radio, change the station. But see, nobody does that anymore because they have to have it their way everywhere they go. The world is not fucking Burger King, people. You can't make it your way everywhere you go. Now, getting back to the stand-up comedian. Stand-up was on stage the other night doing his act. I don't know if he was any good at it or, or, or anything, but I know how hard it is. It takes a lot of balls to get up on stage and ask people to laugh at your observations. Well, this one lady wasn't having any of it, and she took it a level past heckling. She actually walked up on the stage with him. Now, I'm just going to let you know, if anybody is dumb enough to try to get up on the stage with me, I will whoop your fucking monkey ass, and I don't give a shit. I've watched too many videos of bad things when performers allow it to happen. We all know the story of Dimebag Daryl, and if you don't, Google it. It's one of the most horrendous things to ever happen in the entertainment world. A man who was up there doing what he loved to do, playing his guitar, was gunned down by some asshole. Taking far, His life was taken far too soon. Oh, Kale, I, I wish, I wish, I wish they had that to fall back on the 28th Amendment saying they have the right to be offended because you don't have the right to be offended in this country. Yep, my mother-in-law attacked me on Facebook post and deleted me. Haven't seen the in-laws for over a year now. So fucking stupid. It is. There's so many keyboard warriors out there that are willing to fucking take you off, get you... There's a, there's a fellow on TikTok. He's a Native American fellow. He, he's an Indian. He's a... Not a yeah, 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 but... He calls all white people colonizers. And he talks about hurting colonizers. And they allow him on there. He, he once said that he was going to hunt down conservatives. Hunt conservatives. Now, as a gag, this is after I gotten booted off. I, I decided that I was going to report that. And TikTok came back to me and said, no, what he said was not wrong. He said that he was going to hunt conservatives. That's allowed, but me telling a joke about sucking a dog's dick isn't. And it's going to take, look, look, you, they can keep kicking me off, and I'll keep putting pages up. And this lady who, uh, it's a lesbian gal, who, who's, and she's a proud lesbian. She comes out and says it. She's the one who puts all these Google things up there. 
If I get kicked off again for a joke, what I will do is I will stitch, that's what they call it, I will stitch me doing one of her videos and go, this is allowed on TikTok, but my jokes about whatever, bestiality, aren't. Now, are they allowing her to do that because she's a lesbian? Are they allowing this guy to get away with it because he's native? Well, if that's the case, that's a gigantic double standard that I will not put up with. And then, look, and I only use TikTok to further this show. I've picked up some listeners from TikTok. Some people have bought merchandise from TikTok, and I appreciate it. I mean, I do do this show, do do this show, so I can make money. I'm what you would call an entertainer. As much as I'd like to give it away and, and just be living high on the hog, I'm not. I have to use all these forms of social media to pay bills, to, to afford Christmas presents this year. It's what I do. This is my job. I love my job. I've never worked a day in my entire life. And those people that are on TikTok and these people like Mel, you're affecting my bottom line. Oh, you've went too far. Then go away. Go away. Are you saying you're an influencer? I, I wouldn't say that I'm an influencer. I don't even know what that means. Nobody's in, ever sent me any products to endorse yet, so I, I can't say that I'm an influencer. But God. Obviously, Mel hasn't heard the homesick fetus joke. No, probably not. I, I'm hoping that Mel is listening right now or was until we decided to all shit on Mel. I don't know if it's a man. I don't know if it's a woman because I know people on name both. Um, let me just say this. Fuck off. I know it's not my friend Mel who lives in Sacramento. I know that she wouldn't say that. So you're saying the solution is to start wearing blackface on TikTok so the algorithm thinks you're a black man. Yeah, probably not, Christopher. That one's probably not gonna be that. That one's not gonna play out too well, but thank you. Entertainer sounds more professional. I tell dick and fart jokes for a living. That's what I do. Sometimes I try to make people think, but hey, other times I tell jokes about Kyle Rittenhouse and LeBron James. So there you go. And oh my, oh no. Oof. Oh, man. So one of the new shirts, I just got an, an email from T Public. One of my shirts that I put up, the Mount Rushmore of arcade games, has been removed based on guidance provided by Nintendo. All right. So, um, Christopher, that email I sent you, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to need your shirt size, buddy. Because I know that you wanted that shirt. So, all right. No problem there. That's the first time that's happened. No big deal. I, I, I kind of figured that that was what it was. But, all right, whatever. No, like I said, no big deal. Shit. All right, next mail here. Uh, let's see. Let's go back to the mail here. 
Uh-huh. Suck in your gut. It's time for mail call. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Uh, let's see. It says, Arnie, did you watch the WWE Survivor Series? Big pay-per-view on Sunday. Uh, if so, I was wondering if you could tell me what happened to the egg that The Rock gave Mr. McMahon. He was bragging about it to Roman Reigns and then announced how it was missing but never followed up on it. Maybe they'll talk about it tonight on Raw, but I have to say the WWE is really lame now and they need some help. And that is from A.A. Ron. Um, Christopher, don't worry about it. I, I, I'll take care of this one for you, buddy. Uh, A.A. Ron. Yes, I did watch Survivor Series. And I got to say, uh, out of 10, it was maybe a 4 out of 10, the pay-per-view itself. They were trying to they, they were making a big deal about celebrating how this was the 25th anniversary of the premiere of The Rock. And everything was geared around The Rock. This golden egg was a part of this fucking new movie Red Notice on Netflix that The Rock is starring in. And Bradley, I'll get to that too. Because I watched Raw last night, and that was pretty awesome. The thing that really made it suck was The Rock wasn't even there. I mean, it was a total just... I mean, that day was lame. I was like, wait a second, you're going to do all this shit for The Rock and not even have The Rock there? They did cover it on Monday Night Raw last night. It was stupid. It was lame. It was... It was terrible. Now, what Bradley's talking about is Seth Rollins was in a match last night, and as he was walking back to the back after his match, some fan came out of nowhere and fucking drilled him. They speared, the guy speared him right on the, the ramp walking up, and security was on that guy and stuff, and then security walked the guy out. I got to tell you this right now. That wouldn't have happened 15, 20 years ago in WWE. Seth Rollins is hes a top-tier talent guy. If that would have happened to, like, Shawn Michaels, or not the top guys, not the very, very top guys, like Austin, but if that would have happened to, like, Shawn Michaels or anybody like that, anybody in Degeneration X, they wouldn't have had security throw the guy out. The guys would have beat the fucking piss out of him. They didn't beat the piss out of this guy. He took a shot at Seth Rollins. There's no need for that. That We don't need any outside interference from some Tom, Dick, and Harry at wrestling events. Wow, way to go. Way to fucking sneak attack a dude. I remember Eddie Guerrero one time beat the piss out of some guy. Pushed him down from a ladders match. Referee and a security guy got a hold of the guy, and Eddie Guerrero just started fucking wailing on him. Steve Austin was attacked in the ring once. And Triple H was like, nope, not having that. You ain't going to fuck with our top guy. Beat the piss out of the dude in the ring. This is what I don't understand about fans. Like, Like, you aren't wanted on the field. These people that decide they're going to go streaking or they're going to run on a field, man, I ain't got time for that bullshit. 
there was a guy, uh, I don't know, 20 years ago, 25 years ago, who decided that he was going to run on the ice in Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh Penguins beat the shit out of him. And then he got arrested. Awesome. You're going to fuck around. It, see, once again, fuck around and find out, people. Giant golden egg. I thought they were celebrating The Rock, not the gobbledygooker. If you haven't watched that movie on Netflix, you'll understand why it was a big, giant golden egg. By the way, it was the 25th anniversary of the gobbledygooker as well. So, there you go. All right. I, well, actually, no, because The Undertaker was at that 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 event. So, never mind that. Um, all right. Next one. We got another sports one here. This one is interesting. Uh, so. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up, it's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Hey, Arnie, I was just online and I saw a video about a team of like seven and eight-year-olds who play football somewhere down in Texas. And they've been kicked out of the league for what they say is being too good. I was wondering if you had details on this, Matt. Well, yes, Matt, I, I, I looked it up. Um... And this is the story. It, this is right around the corner for me, actually. Um, now, nah, a little bit further than right around the corner, but a Texas youth football team. Now, I don't know if this is tackle football. The The video I've seen, because I, I searched it this morning, it looked like it was flag football, but it could be something else. This team's called the Flower Mound Rebels, a team of seven- and eight-year-olds who joined the Keller Youth Association last year uh, after the coronavirus pandemic made it difficult to field a team. Now, this year, they're back in that league, and they have dominated the opponents in that league. They have won all their games by a combined score of 199-6. to six. The six points that, once again, 199-6. to six. And from what I understand, the six points they gave up was like on a fluke. The vice president of the Keller Youth Association, Rhett Taylor, whose team he coaches lost 33 to nothing, says this is a Keller League, not the Flower Mound League. In my mind, they've dominated our league. My team got one first down all game, and my team is good. Your team ain't that good, motherfucker. They are too good, I fully admit it, absolutely. They are a select-level team. They are too good for rec area level team. Now, the coach of the Flower Mound team has come out and said only seven of his 17 players have ever played football before. Seven and eight-year-olds. I'm not going to read any more of this story because the story is too maddening to me. That we're telling seven and eight year olds you can't play because you're too good. I, I've never heard such a thing in my life, ever. I, I'm 50 years old. You, you're telling kids, hey, hey, you can't play anymore because you're too good. Well, can they? Can they? I, I have other avenues they can look at. Can they play against kids that are older than they are? I mean, that would be a way to, to do this. I, I, I don't put the burden on the seven- and eight-year-old team. 
But if they want to keep playing, that's what they're probably going to have to do because now everybody's going to be scared of them. Oh, I, it doesn't sound like Texas to me either, Christopher. I, I, this is making me sick to my stomach to even talk about. The seven and eight, you're seven and eight. Okay. They're seven and eight. Yeah, Cowboys grow just like how they're teaching kids not to be smart. Oh, you're too smart. You're working too hard. Huh? What the, I, I, like, literally, I, I can't put, I can't put this into words because I've never heard of anything like this. You're too good. I hope it motivates this team to play better teams, maybe. What I hope is these kids don't get it stuck in their head because I'm here to tell you, no matter how good this seven and eight year old team is, there's a team out there that's better than them. Maybe not in that area, maybe not even in the state of Texas, but there's a team somewhere because this is the truth in life. There is always somebody who has your number. You can be the toughest some bitch in the world, but somebody has got your number. That's why you don't go out and pop off in public all the time and talk about how much of a badass you are. You know why? Because somebody's going to be right around that corner that closes your fucking mouth. All you got to do is find the opportunity. And these kids who are 7 and 8, yeah, they're winning games, but now we're teaching them it's bad to win. Child roids are are quite effective down here. <laughs> yeah, you can't have kids that really good at something. They need to be equally bad, damn it. Yeah. It's the slippery slope of pussifying America. Oh, it, it really is. But I hope this coach at Flower Mound keeps making his boys practice. They do all this kind of shit. Because I'm telling you right now, there's going to be a team out there that beats them. It always happens. Somebody has a bad day. Or there's a team that's just better than you are. That's just the truth. This, this is disgusting. But I tell you this right now. If my, if my kid played for that coach who's saying, well, these kids are too good, I would yank my kid off that school or out of that, out of, off that team. You, you play for a loser. That's who you play for. It's all about trying to protect people's feelings instead of telling them to try harder. Yes, Cowboys girl, and you know where I stand on people's feelings. Fuck your feelings. You don't want to get beat 33 to nothing? Practice harder. You don't want another B on your test? Study harder. It's that simple. But nobody wants to make it that simple. Because we have grown into a philosophy of good is good enough. No, I I have never grown in that philosophy. My goal with this show is to be bigger than Joe Rogan. Hey, I've got a lot of work to do. I already think I'm better than Joe Rogan. He just has better guests.
but I have to work at it. It's not going I, I can't call Joe Rogan and go, hey, can you, you send me some of your subscribers? Because I, 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 I like doing this and this is what I was cho- this is what I've chosen to do with my life. But it's not fair that you have a hundred million listeners. No. Because that's being a pussy. And we're teaching our kids to be pussies. We're really teaching the boys to be pussies. Uh, a lot more, I think, than the girls. We're teaching girls to be tough, to stand up for themselves, which we should have been teaching them a long, long time ago. But we shouldn't be teaching boys to be losers. Not at all. That's disgusting. But, yes, I did see the story, and there's the story to Matt. I appreciate you pointing that one out to everybody. All right, here we go. Next one. Don't move. Stay where you are. It's time for mail call. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Uh, this is from Greg. Yes, I am literally bigger than Joe Rogan. Thank you. Uh, Arnie, just wondering where you get your subject matter for from your Mount Rushmore. I am really excited about the holiday mascot one and hope that I'm able to listen live and vote for this one this week. That's from Greg. Uh, a lot of times, I, I get it from Greg, I, I get it from you guys, the Ass Family. They, you guys send me a bunch of them. I had the idea, I, I don't know what it was, I had the idea to do uh, the Mount Rushmore of Thanksgiving meals. That's what I was going to do. Like you put turkey against fucking, you know, green bean casserole. That's what I was going to do. And I thought about it, and I was like, okay, that's a good one. Good, you non-brain. And I thought, no, 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 we can do better than that. And that's where I came up with the holiday mascots one. I think that one's great. And it's all laid out. It's all ready to go for tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be like a Friday show, but even bigger because we're going to have Lake Tahoe Joe Murphy on, giving us all of our NFL and college picks. Gonna have celebrity ass deathmatch and cover songs tomorrow. Man, oh man. And and by the way, the cover songs, not the one that I play getting into the show, but the first break, the first one is a Dwight Yoakam cover song. My favorite cover song of all time now. Just gonna let you know. It's pretty awesome. But yes, Greg, that's where I get I, I Sometimes I see stuff on TV, and I kind of work it out. I'll bring it up on here on the show, and you guys will have the better thing to call it or the better way to take it. So, you know, it's a give and take from the ass family, Greg. Greg, if you ever have any that you want to send my way, please send them. Anybody send them my way. Figure out how to make them work. There you go. All right. It's here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Not bucket. It's time for mail call. What the fuck do you want? Dear Arnie, I just wanted to say that I just ordered a couple of your shirts off Tee Public. Good, 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 good. I appreciate that. Uh, it, look, it, it's an awesome site. The shirts are great. Uh, I've gotten shirts from there uh, before and was really excited when you said that you were putting your shirts up there for sale because the shirts they use don't suck up and end up lasting for quite some time. Can't wait to wear your naked body around. That's from Megan. Well, thank you, Megan. I appreciate that. Yes, the the naked Arnie calendar photo has now been put up, and you can get that in a T-shirt, 
a hoodie. Maybe you want a onesie for your child. You can have the naked Arnie onesie. You can get it in sticker form. Put that on the back of your truck. Coffee mug, no problem. All available at Public. By the way, huge pre-Black pre Friday sale going on as we speak. <laughs> Would it be weird if I wear the naked Arnie shirt around? <laughs> oh, that's just funny. Young Harmon, I were laughing about those. Mm-mm-mm. Uh, all right, next mail here. Let's see. Oh, don't do that to me. Not Bucket. It's time for mail call. Welcome to mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie. Naked Arnie clip art for a nun's funeral program. There you go, Ogre. Uh, how is it that you're not on a killing spree with how bad your teams are this year? I mean, the Rangers, well, they were just terrible. Yeah. The Longhorns really suck this year, and your Cowboys are going to fade away. Please, Arnie, I'm not writing this to set you off because it's only sports. Please don't kill anyone. That's from Brian. Well, thank you, Brian. I appreciate that. Uh, yes, the Rangers were fucking terrible. 2021 was not a good sports year for me. Uh, the Rangers sucked. Stars, I, I can't really get into the stars until fucking playoff time. As, as far as the Longhorns go, I have no idea what happened to that team. I, I know that they have 33 brand new recruits that are coming in next season. I just hope one is a quarterback. Maybe we'll get somebody from the transfer portal. I, I don't know. I, I, I can't even muster up the the anger it needs to be there to talk about the Longhorns because I'm so sick of what has happened this year. They've lost six fucking games in a row, including to goddamn Baylor and Kansas. They got Kansas State this weekend at Austin. It'll be senior day. I'm sure they won't give a fuck. They're probably gonna, they've already phoned it in. I'm surprised they haven't forfeited bunch of quitters on the team, a bunch of Tom Herman quitters. Steve Sarkeesian isn't going anywhere. There, there's a lot of talk in the college football world about coaching carousels. Who's going to take the LSU job? I heard yesterday that the Oklahoma coach is being offered like $14 million a year to take that job. Oklahoma can and probably will match that. I heard a couple of other names. The uh, offensive coordinator from Alabama possibly going to LSU. I don't think they're going to go that route. It's LSU. I've heard Lane Kiffin is going to go to Miami, which would make zero sense. Playing in the SEC right now. Don't leave. Um, I don't think Sarkeesian's going anywhere leaving Texas. This was his first year. But the Cowboys, look, I, I, was, I was very excited about the Cowboys. After like the third or fourth game, I was fully invested. I still am. But as I've said it in the past, and you guys know I've said this in the past, 
Dak Prescott is not a Super Bowl quarterback. I'm not saying I don't want him to make the Super Bowl. I do. I want more than anything the entire team to make the Super Bowl. Yes, of course. But the leadership of Dak, I just don't think it happens. Because they can just have the slightest thing happen to them, and that team just fucking falls apart. And you base that on the leader of the team. There's all kind of controversy now. Michael Irvin, former Cowboy receiver, is calling out Amari Cooper for not getting the COVID vaccination. By the way, he got COVID, didn't have the COVID shot. Still not as big a story as Aaron Rodgers. I guess because Aaron Rodgers said he got the vaccination. I don't know. Thursday is going to be a big game against the Raiders. See what happens that day. But no, I've not gone on a killing spree yet. Not yet I haven't. Not saying I won't. Just saying it hasn't happened yet. All right. Final mail here. Hit here. Listen up. It's time for mail call. Get that sandwich out of your pie hole and listen up, maggot. It's time for mail call. Okay, now what the fuck do you want? Arnie, I heard that you are not doing shows on Thursday or Friday. Now, does that mean you won't be playing cover songs this week? Because I was wondering why I haven't heard Zombie by Bad Wolves yet and was hoping to hear it soon. David. Uh, who cares if he's vaxxed or not? Scratch my head. I Look, I I don't get it either, Douglas. Uh, but yes, David, David, I am doing cover songs on Wednesday. The first one I'm going to do into the show is going to lead in perfectly. And then, of course, I've got the new Dwight Yoakam. I'm not going to tell you the name of the song, not until I play it tomorrow. Bad Wolves, maybe they're in there. Hold on a second. Let me see. Uh-huh. Is this the one you're talking about? Yeah, that might be in there. Who knows? Will this one be in there? Oh, that's all you get. That one could be in there as well. So there you go. Those are some of the songs that we're going to play tomorrow during the cover song Wednesday. Can you play Honky Tonk Man by Dwight? Uh, Not tomorrow. I got another one for Dwight for tomorrow. So there you go. Uh, If you want to write a letter, please feel free to write me at arnieradio1 at gmail.com. Uh, you can write me there. You can write me on Facebook. If you'd rather write me on Facebook in the comments, say, hey, I got a question for you I want during listener mail, I'll find it. I'll put it up there. I'll do all the hard lifting. No problem there. Uh, all you got to do is write me, arnieradio1 at gmail.com.
775-357-FANS or 775-376-EZEZ. We are back. Good morning, uh, ass family. Mike D says nothing beats an ACDC break. I love ACDC. Gotta love Tomorrow we'll do cover songs. I've got the list all done. I'm so excited about it for tomorrow. Plus, it's my Friday. I'm excited about that as well. I know some people have a Friday today. We got all kinds of great stuff for tomorrow. But we, we still have great stuff left today. Does anybody remember this song? Remember it yet? I think this is a cover, right? This is a cover of Beatles songs. Came out in 1987, people. Children be That's what they say when we're together. Shopping malls all over this country. Now look, Ogre, I'm not. I wasn't trying to be a dick there. I thought that was the cover of a Beatles song. I think we're alone. I that that's what I heard. If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I'm I'm okay with. I was not trying to be an asshole there. I promise. Um, well, it seems that '80s star Tiffany. And everybody, by the way, nobody liked Tiffany. Everybody liked Debbie Gibson or Deborah Gibson. Uh, and they would travel through shopping malls all over the country, and they would perform there, and teenage girls would be bopping along. Well, it seems that Tiffany is still on the road singing, and her latest show in Florida, God bless Florida, Oh, I guess it wasn't that good. We have clips from it. This is 80s pop star Tiffany. I, and by the way, I have yet to hear this. I saw Tiffany at last NKOTB concert, and she looked tore up. Tiffany is so fat now, she could be hosting a radio show in Sacramento. She is a fucking pig. I mean, and she told her fans to fuck off? Hold on, let, 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 let's go back. Teenage years? 
now in Melbourne, Florida. Well, she doesn't even know the words to her songs. She is fatter than fucking, she is fatter than Vince Neil now. <laughs> That's not Tiffany. <laughs> Drunk as a skunk. Oh, sounds like Vince Neil and looks like Vince Neil. Oh, my God. De- Debbie Gibson aged way better, way better. Maybe she can share a house with Jerry Mathers and call themselves the burned out bitter tons. <laughs> oh man. Wow. Oh man, that was fucking terrible. I mean, she wasn't in key, she didn't know the words. And then she brags about it being her biggest hit. How do you not know the words to your biggest hit? And you only had like one or two records out there. I mean, this, this is the thing I don't get. This, I, I've never got this about rock stars. And I've been to lots and lots of shows. I've, been, I've probably seen over a thousand bands play live. And without fail, they will all have lyrics in front of them. Now, I can drive down the road and, and, and listen to my music that I have. I have about 13,000 songs in my catalog. And I know the words to a lot of them. I, I would say, it for, for I know every word to every at least 50 songs. I don't need the words for me. Now, if I released records, those would be my songs. I wouldn't want the words. She didn't even know the words. Ratburger says, oh, my poor ears. Isn't David Lee Roth looking for a girl partner at his Vegas show? No, he's retiring. David Lee Roth is sadly retiring. Maybe her and Vince can go on tour together and call it It's Not Enough to Eat Tour. And it will start at dawn every day. Those of you know, get that. Wow. A rep for the singer, what, her cousin, says that Tiffany lost her voice and got frustrated with her performance. She got frustrated because she was drunk. Wow. Okay, it was a cover of Tommy James and the Shandal song. I'm sorry, I apologize to the Beatles. I don't know where I heard it was a Beatles song, but there you go. Wow, man, oh man, that was rough. That was fucking fantastic, though. Jesus, that was good. Now, something that's not good that's going on right now is this fucking war against J.K. Rowling's. Three trans activists were trying to intimidate her with pictures outside of her home showing her address as the offer reveals she's received so many death threats for her views on gender that she could paper the house with them. Now, I know this isn't our country, but things like this do happen in our country. 
J.K. Rowling's simply gave her opinion on this whole transsexual thing. And she has been eviscerated and canceled like no one else. I am so upset with the way that she's been treated. And I'm not a Harry Potter fan. <coughs> I'm not a J.K. Rowling fan, but I am now. I'm, I'm going to stand up for this woman. This is a woman, if you know anything about her, she was living in her car when she wrote the first Harry Potter book. And now HBO Max, I did the story either early, like Monday or last week, that said HBO Max is doing a Harry Potter reunion, but J.K. Rowling's will not be there. Emma Watson, then the blonde-haired guy nobody cares about, and then, what's his name, Daniel Radcliffe? guy who played Harry Potter, when they walk around their house today or tonight, they need to look at everything, their most prized position. Look at that. And know that you would have never gotten that prized possession if it weren't for J.K. Rowling's. And you have turned your back on her. To me, it's disgusting. It, it, it's terrible. She can come out and have an opinion on this. Nowhere did she say that these people should be institutionalized, these people should be put in prison, these people should be put to death. Then if she were to say something like that, then we can all come out and have a a conversation about it. But she didn't. Um, She mocked an online article in 2020 which used the words, people who menstruate instead of women. From my understanding, only women can menstruate. She later defended herself against the claims in a passionate essay, but continued to face criticism. Uh, Let's see. Now three activists have showed up at her home and taken pictures of her home. Isn't that terrorism? Isn't that a form of, and maybe over in Britain it's not. She argues the point that women are women. She believes that a woman has a vagina, naturally, can menstruate, and only women can give birth. Now, we can go down the road of mental health issues with transgenders and things like that, and we can have a discussion about it. We can, because I will allow that on this show. The problem is society will not allow that discussion. There's nothing wrong with them. They're finally being their true selves. That's what they'll say. I've seen it. It's fucking terrible the way people are treated now for their opinions. Their opinions on less than 1% of the world's population. You know the old phrase, majority rules? There's a part that they always leave out. Majority rules with the consent of the minority. It's funny now how the minority rules with no consent needed. 
I don't want to see people who have trans issues, people that, that believe they're trans, I don't want to see them institutionalized. It, it, we can have this talk. That's where I stand personally on it. If, if they want to live their life that way, then go right ahead. I have, I have zero problem with it. Oh, what Ogre, that right there is one of the smartest things I've ever seen written, honestly. Twitter is the new constitution, and people, people stupidly follow it. Boy, that is so true. That is so, and, and I'm not on Twitter. I, I got off that, and, and, and I could be on there. It, it, it's a bastion of hate. That's all it is. The only trans I like was made by Pontiac, and that's fine. We can joke about this shit. See, see we can joke about it and have fun. You make that joke in front of a, a group of people, they're going to be so offended by that, and I don't care that they're offended. Why is it, why, why is it, that's the thing I don't get about these opinions and things. J.K. Rowling's isn't running for office to where she's going to outlaw the trans movement. She simply stated an opinion that she had. And, and this wasn't an opinion of hate. This wasn't an opinion coming out saying a certain race is dumb because their brains are smaller. There was no hate in the opinion. It was her opinion that women, only real women, can menstruate. I would like to go to every doctor that's performed a transitional surgery, a sex change, if you will. I'd like to go to every one of those doctors and go, okay, now that this, what was born a male, is now a female, do they menstruate? Can they have children? Can they produce milk? The answer to all of those will be no. And because she made her opinion known, she's getting death threats. As human beings, we're better than that. She was just proud of womanhood. Exactly. And she should be. She should be. I don't, I, look, if that's what you want to do with your life and that's going to make you happy, and I would imagine that people living their trans lives has not had an effect on J.K. Rowling's life. She has an opinion on it. That's it. The, uh, the, the man who was in the movie Juno when they were not living their correct life, I, I can't remember his new name. Elliot Page. Uh, that's his name. Elliot Page. It was Ellen Page. But I, I can say, I, and, and by the way, I can go along and I can, I can respect their pronouns and I'll show them respect. But I want them to live their best life. Now, if Elliot Page cannot pull off a tough guy role, they shouldn't give Elliot Page a tough guy role. But the problem is Elliot Page will get the tough guy role to break down these stereotypes. They're not stereotypes. Chicks who turn into dudes are not as tough as dudes. I'm not saying they're not tough. 
And I'm not saying they're not tougher than some dudes out there. Okay? But you ain't the end-all, be-all. And they want to think that they're so much better now than other men because they've transitioned into men. No, you're not. You're not even as good as the Salt Bay guy. And I hate that son of a bitch. Motherfucking $1,000 steak. How about you go fuck yourself? And then you cut up at my table. Guess what? I'm going to cut you up at my table. You so much touch my damn steak that I just paid so much for. I understand. EGB3, it's not an opinion. It's fact. Yes, you're right. But they don't want to live by that anymore because it could hurt somebody's feelings. By the way, why does that? Why is that going to hurt your feelings? I mean, I could sit here on this topic all day long and just go, why, how does this hurt your feelings? That she said that womanhood consists of menstruating. Why does that hurt your feelings? Because you can't do it? So then I shouldn't watch the NFL anymore because it hurts my feelings because I can't do it at that level. It's fucking dumb. I'm tired of our country just fucking cowering down. Not only our country, but the world. Cowering down to people. This isn't like, and and they try to equate it to it all the time, to Hitler and the Jews. Hitler came out and said the Jews are less than human. J.K. Rowling's didn't say that. Adolf Hitler wanted to eradicate eradicate Jews from the planet. J.K. Rowling doesn't want to do that. So stop comparing the two because it's apples and macaroni and cheese casserole. That's how fucking different they are. Oh, it pisses me off. Now let's do something that, uh, that's another dumb fucking idea. You know, last week I told you about the idea that they might redo the, one of the greatest movies ever made of all time, and they mentioned it in road in, in Yellowstone the other night. Roadhouse. The dude who wrote the series, Tyler Sheridan, he was playing a role. He says, the greatest movie ever. Roadhouse. Remember we heard that Jake Gyllenhaal might now become the new Dalton? No. Mm-mm. No, no, no. Uh, Elliot Page can only play two roles at four foot ten inches. The drummer from Slipknot that died last year in Dog Shit from the <laughs> Dog Shit and Jerk Off show. <laughs> Arise, I think you need to watch, uh, Arnie, I think you need to watch Harry Potter now in support of JK. Yeah, that ain't going to happen. I'm sorry. Can't do it. Uh, hey, I, I thank her for her literary gift to the world, which was, I mean, think about that, too. Real quick, before I move on. I want you to think about how many people J.K. Rowling's inspired to read. Think of all the kids who read those books. She made literature cool. That right there deserves some sort of fucking medal because there's nothing worse than reading. Jesus, the only thing worse than reading is hearing a book on tape. Man, just give me the revolver now. (sighs) All right, 
More bullshit here. Hurts their feelings because they're fucking gutless. Yes, I agree with that. <laughs> she taught them how to read and then became homophobes. <laughs> all right. 1991 gave us one of the better movies ever of all time. Probably Keanu Reeves' greatest movie. And that will be called Point Break. That, uh, up until the John Wick series. Uh, there's even theme parks in her book's honor, yes. If you don't remember the original, because we do not talk about the remake of Point Break because that was an abortion. We're talking about Keanu Reeves and, yes, Sir Patrick Swayze. I have knighted him in, in the world of Arnie. He is a knight, Sir Patrick Swayze. Where Keanu Reeves played an FBI agent, Johnny Utah, former quarterback from Ohio State who blew out his knee, so he decided, hey, I'm going to join the FBI. And he partnered up with Gary Busey back when Gary Busey was fucking crazy as shit. By the way, still crazy as shit. I can go to your mama's and start a small fire in her panties. 1991, Point Break came out. Brett, yeah. Well, there is a talk about a Point Break sequel. I don't like this. By the way, I hate it. No, no, there will not be a Bodie character, thank God, because Bodie's dead. He died in that gigantic wave he tried to surf in New Zealand. Bell's Palsy or Beach, Bell's Beach, Bell Palsy, whatever it was called. Johnny Utah threw off his fucking shield there and went on to do whatever he wanted. Well, here's the, the, the lowdown on what the part two could be. Johnny Utah has been missing. His body hasn't been found. He was reported dead for years. There's a mystery around where he is, and you're going to find out he's not dead. Oh, wait, hold on. Let's get the right music. Now, there's a bigger story that revolves around that. And this is what it is. Is that Johnny Utah has a daughter. She's an Olympic snowboarder who blows out her knee. Sound familiar? It involves her going down a dark path involving fast cars, painkillers, and addiction. Yet years later, she becomes sober and then joins the FBI. No. No, no, no. I don't need point break the fee- point break the female version. No, 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 no. You you, you tried to to fuck it all to hell with the eco-terrorism one that was released a few years ago that nobody and I mean nobody wanted to see. Warbird says, who plays that role? Lindsey Vaughn? Shit, it'll probably be fucking Daniel Radcliffe because I'm sure he's going to turn female by then. 
Yes, a female version with Leslie Jones and Melissa McCarthy in board shorts or bikinis. Johnny Utah could have had a daughter banging Tank Girl in the original. Oh, Lori Petty. Oh, she's fucking weird now, but Lori Petty in Point Break, that was fucking solid. I just came into a corpse. <laughs> You're going to be munging. Oh, man. This, 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 no, 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 no. I might have to use my get-out-of-jail-free pass for this one, big guy. Look, it, look, if they make this movie, you're going to be the one seeing it. I ain't seen Point Break 2, Johnny Utah Boogaloo. No, I'm not going to see that. It's bullshit. We do not need to fix what's not broken. Point Break was perfect. You had a solid beginning, an amazing middle, and you had an end. I don't care where Johnny Utah went after he threw off his badge. He got his man. The end. Did somehow, maybe, maybe now, the, 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 the Gary Busey character. Sweet mother of God. I can go to your mama's and start a small fire in her panties. Now he's the head of the FBI. And he hears the name Utah, and he sends her out to go find her, his dad. No, I don't want to see that. No, no, I'll pass. Pass, 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 pass. Kratberger says, you have to admit, Point Break, the Alphabet Edition, starring RuPaul would be hilarious. No, I would not see it. No, you can't do that. It's like remaking Roadhouse. You can't do it. Just can't do it. No. I'm giving my official stamp on these projects. No go. I mean, we averted danger and crisis when they said they were going to make Ronda Rousey the star of the new Roadhouse movie. I would almost prefer that version than the Jake Gyllenhaal. At least she can beat Taylor Swift, for Christ's sake. Speaking of people, uh, this is so fucking funny. Beto O'Rourke, who's, who's announced that he's running for governor of Texas. Nobody likes this guy. Like, people even in his hometown fucking motherfuck him all up and down. He, he announced it. He's already like 15 points behind Governor Wheels. But the even funnier part is that Matthew McConaughey, who was talking about, all right, all right, I might run for governor, y'all. Nobody knows what McConaughey is. He seems like he's a whack job liberal, but he's very, very conservative in some areas too. Matthew McConaughey is beating Beto O'Rourke by 22 points. So they're saying, Matthew, if you run, run as a Democrat. We'd have a shot. He's talked about not running. Hey, I I don't think he's going to run. He don't need to run. If he does run, just stay out of the fucking Texas football locker room because you suck. I just find it funny that Beto O'Rourke, a lifelong politician, is getting smoked. Now, 
There is an update. There is a version. There is something that could be happening on December the 7th. Now, I don't like that one of the co-creators of this is uh, the guy who yelled at Beto was awesome. Oh, I saw that video. That was awesome. Um, Norman Lear, the guy responsible for so many classic TV shows, the Jeffersons, All in the Family, Good Times, all these great shows. They've been doing this thing with Jimmy Kimmel, who, by the way, I hate. But they have been doing live versions of updated shows. Like Woody Harrelson was one of the first. They did an All in the Family. They haven't done a Sanford and Son yet, and I need them to do one. But they are talking about this. Y'all ready for this? According to The Hollywood Reporter, Norman Lear, in collaboration with that shit hawk fucking Jimmy Kimmel, will be doing a live version of two classic series on December 7th. They haven't announced the casting in one, but they have in the other. The first one, which they haven't announced yet, was you take the good, you take the bad, you take them both, and there you have facts of life. The facts of life. Okay, so they're going to do the facts of life, and then they're talking about doing an updated version of, hold on a second, I have to find the music. I have to find the music first. Hold on a second. Here's the music. I found it. I found it. I found it. Oh, wait. I have to play this. So you got the facts of life. And then you'll have this. Now the world don't move to the beat of just one drum. What might be right for you may not be right for some. A man is born. He's a man of beats. Then along come two. They got nothing but genes. But they got Different strokes it takes, different strokes it takes, different strokes rule the world. Sorry. Ogre, you do not know how, you, you've fucking done it. They have cast Kevin Hart to play Arnold. Uh, hold on a second, this, this is so funny. Kevin Hart will play Arnold, the character famously played by Gary Coleman. And Damon Wayans will play Willis. What you talking about, Willis? Mr. Drummond, who's somehow still alive, is going to be played by John Lithgow. And Ann Dowd will be reprising the role of Miss Edna Garrett. Whoo! Hello there, children. I am Mrs. Garrett. Would you like to braid my pubiscus hairs? Oh, my God. Oh, Lindsay. Oh, yeah. Kimberly. They don't have a Kimberly yet. So I'm thinking that Ann Dowd and whoever plays Kimberly are going to do the first part with The Facts of Life because The Facts of Life was a spinoff show of Different Strokes. I love it. I love it. Brett, not happy about this. Uh, Ogre says, Lithgow too. Fuckity fuck, this is gold. I saw this. Uh, Kale says, I'll watch this. Oh, I'm gonna, I'm setting the recorder now. 
A Facts of Life remake could make us Edna's edibles as a pot shop. All right, so uh, you need the fat girl. That one's easy. They're probably going to get fucking Amy Schumer for that. So that'll be a fucking bust right there. Uh, Joe, man. Joe, I, I was a big fan of Joe. Oh, oh, I know. We can get Britney Spears to play Blair. We got to get some retarded person to play her cousin. Oh, man. Call me when they do a redo of the Goat Three's Company. You cannot do Three's Company. No, because it's too hard to do Three's Company because do you use the Ropers or Mr. Furley? I mean, no, they were both great. <laughs> Jerry, Jerry was the cousin. Blair, Blair. I'm a stand-up comedian. <laughs> Jesus. Just as long as there's no Danny fucking Cooksey, the little redhead kid named Sam that came on at the end of Different Strokes. No! Oh, gosh. This will be fucking gold. If this truly happens, I am so excited. Who plays Cousin Jerry? That's what we're talking about. Cousin Jerry should be played by fucking... She could be played by uh, Amy Schumer. Love Joe. She went on to play an L.A. County firefighter in 1987. Joe was always the hottest. Nancy McKeon. Liked old Nancy McKeon. You have to get somebody kind of rough and tough to, to play that role. Oh, you know who they get? They'd probably get Michelle Rodriguez because she's kind of that toughy-looking, almost lesbian type thing. Or the chick from NCIS uh, New Jersey or, or New Orleans. I don't know who they get, but, man, that'd be awesome. Joe can be – oh, that's a good call. Hillary Swank. I like that one. That works out perfect because Hillary Swank probably has her days where she dips her feet in the ladies' pool. But, yes, you heard it here first. Different Strokes remake, updated version. Hopefully coming soon. Now, if you'd like to know what it's like not to, to understand what today's world is, then you should become a Kardashian. Courtney Kardashian shares her over-the-top 2021 holiday gift guide. Because we've all wondered, ooh, Leah Remney, I could see her that. Patton Oswalt was a George Clooney character. He was such a tool on that. All right, so here, here's what Kourtney Kardashian wants on her list of 51 items. Includes a $15,000 stainless steel tempered glass foosball table. Really? A foosball table? Wait, are you going to play foosball, honey? Is, is that what you think you're good at? That, that's dumb. For $12,000, you can buy an exclusive once-in-a-lifetime opportunity for you and six guests to indulge in a bespoke culinary experiences from uh, the in-demand chef. Jan and his team will come to your home with extraordinary tabletop collection and deliver a caviar-centric tasting menu that's tailored towards your taste buds and paired with an exceptional wine. 
If I have $12,000, I'm having Gordon Ramsay come to my house to cook me a fucking steak. That's what I'm at. If I got $12,000, I don't want some chartreuserie board that's got nothing but fucking goddamn fish eggs on there. What else is on this stupid list? How about a $5,000 plant subscription? Why do you need a subscription for plants? Why don't you just water the ones you have? Boom, I just saved you a whole bunch of money there, didn't I? A $3,000 Annie Leibovitz art book. Well, you know the paperback's going to be a lot cheaper than that. A $2,700 Bodega Bodega purse. That's stupid. And then a $1,200... Eve St. Laurent Polaroid camera. Why don't you just get a regular Polaroid camera and stick all kinds of fucking stuff on there? There's an elaborate leg massager you can get for about $1,000. I-, I love that she's including all these books. That bitch don't read. A rechargeable candle lighter. A rechargeable candle lighter. She wants an $11. That's the cheapest thing on her list is an $11 candle, or, rechargeable candle lighter. What if I buy you a, a box of matches? That's pretty fucking rechargeable right there. Stupid. Anything else? The... Cryoglobes use cold temperatures to constrict blood vessels in the skin, promote circulation and oxygenation, and give the appearance of brighter complexion. What a bunch of crap. Well, Travis Barker, he ain't getting her none of that shit. That stuff all sucks, man. That, that, That is just true crap. They got all the Jenner shit on here. No, I and I don't want any of this shit. Kylie Jenner has a a light stem, the LED lights for wrinkles. Isn't she like 20? 23? She got wrinkles already? Dumb. This is so dumb. Fuck the Kardashians. Why why are the Kardashians even still around? I mean, seriously, people. <sighs> All right, let's let's go, Mr. Computer. I don't know why you're taking so goddamn long. Try that shit again. All right, let's see. How about being thankful for the luckiest fucking life on the planet for no work? That's a Christmas gift for all time. Well, they used to have to work at their little clothes place there in Calabasas. That is until her her sister decided to show off her fucking pussy. By the way, I heard an interesting story. Oh, I've heard two interesting stories while this story uh, loads. Allegedly, now this is all alleged. You know, uh, Kim, when she was coming up, she was a a closet redesigner. She would, like, go to the stars' houses and and do that. Oh, damn it, Ogre. Ogre, you can't leave yet. I'll tell the, the, look. 
Oh, you have to look into a story about Carl Malone, the NBA, former NBA player, who when he was 20 playing at Louisiana Tech, he fathered a baby of a girl who was 13. Look that shit up. It is crazy. All right. But getting back to the whole Kim thing. So Kim was redesigning a closet for Moesha, a.k.a. Brandy or whatever her name was, and got a hold of the parent's credit card and spent like $180,000 on the credit card and didn't have a way to pay it back. Well, lo and behold, two weeks later, Kim was dating Ray J. And that's where the infamous tape came back from. And from what my, I, I, from what I read, Kim used her first $180,000 to pay back that credit card. Very, very interesting. Now, the story I was talking to Ogre about, hopefully he got to hear a little bit about it. I found out last night, and this is a true story. Carl Malone, NBA Hall of Famer who I've never, I was never a fan of, and I liked him even less when he said he didn't want to play basketball with Magic Johnson because Magic had HIV. When he was in college at Louisiana Tech, he was 20, and he had sex with a 13-year-old girl who got pregnant. The family knew Carl was going to be a big star, so instead they just kind of got him for child support. Let's not even bring up the fact that statutory rape is in there and all that kind of stuff, shall we? Um, Gave her like $125 a week. Did not meet the young man until he was 17. The young man went on to play in the NFL for four seasons. But everybody wants to talk about how good of a guy Carl, I'm sorry, man, a 20-year-old having sex with a 13-year-old is not good in anybody's book, especially mine. All right, grandmother 63 and granddaughter 6 are kicked out of a hotel in the middle of the night after she gave it a 3 out of 5 star review on (laughs) Hotels.com. I've heard about this. this. This shit happens now. Susan and her granddaughter had to walk in their pajamas to a new hotel. They were kicked out of the Baymont Inn in Helen, Georgia, for leaving a bad review at Hotels.com. Lager said in her write-up that the hotel was run down and that its toilet didn't flush properly. The manager told a 911 dispatcher that he wanted her out because, quote, I know you that you didn't like the room and you can have you... You have us reviewed. The booking website only refunded the woman after questions from reporters. I think everybody needs to hear this. If you have a business, and I think this is this is the bad part. This is for all the people that are they're eavesdropping at the cube because as family members aren't this dumb. If you ask for somebody to review your product, get ready. 
They don't have to give you a favorable review. If your hotel sucks and they say it's three out of five, you can't kick them out. I think everybody involved in this should fucking lose their jobs. Everybody at the Baymont Inn, the police, this is fucking terrible. Oh, me and Braddy were getting kicked out of that hotel day one, fucking hour one. When I came back to Sacramento to do the show, do my stand-up show on my birthday on Arnageddon, we stayed at some rundown. We're trying to save money, of course. Rundown like Super 8 Hotel. That literally did not clean our rooms once while we were there, and it wasn't an extended stay hotel. And if I wanted clean towels, I had to go down and change out the towels. I said, I need some towels. Well, you need to bring down your used towels. If I brought four down, I got four new towels. What, you don't like it here? Get the fuck out. We don't want bad reviews, damn it. Then don't have a bad place. I'm not telling you. Like, like these people that do the reviews, there are bad people out there that do the reviews that want free shit for the reviews. I don't know if this grandmother's like that. But you can't say, hey, review us, and then they give you an honest review, and you kick them out? fuck is wrong with you damn people? Jesus. All right. That's what you call California and their COVID water limit pressure procedures. Oh, it, oh, it's so bad. So bad. All right, final story of the day here. Boy, this is fucked up here. I would have wiped my ass on those towels and delivered them sunny side up. Pam, that was a classy statement. <laughs> uh, Ratburger says, uh, now I know why Brittany puts all of her uh, pics. She truly wants our honest opinion about how she looks. I think I speak for all of us old guys. We approve. Yes, yes, we do approve. All right, this next story is out of Russia. This is the kind of shit you expect out of fucking Eastern European country like this. Yeager Kamonarov. Was on driving the other day, he's out on the road, and crashed his Mitsubishi into a road barrier in northern Russia, where it's winter there 13 months a year. Um, when he crashed his car into the barrier, wouldn't you know that a decapitated body fell out, and he and two other people that were riding in the car alive fled into the woods? Yeah, that 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 yeah, that's not good. They caught him and he admitted to killing a 38-year-old in the park at St. Petersburg last year. Komarov said he stabbed him and was curious about the taste of human flesh and said he he fried his victim's tongue in butter but didn't like the taste of his veins. Wow. Wow. During questioning, Komarov made these spine-chilling grip. In general, I like killing people. 
He also admitted to stabbing a 38-year-old, which we talked about. Talking about that 38-year-old, he said, when, I, when he died, I gutted his neck and tasted the blood and meat. But the meat was too difficult to cut as the knife was blunt, and I didn't want, like, the taste of his veins. So what in the fuck is wrong with Russian people, man? Right, r- Russian people got some fuck. This is why terrorists don't mess with Russians, because they'll eat your damn thing. They're going to eat you. They're use, yeah, they're going to use a blunt knife, and they're going to fucking eat you. Good gravy Davy. All right, that does it for the show today. We will be back tomorrow, same Arnie time, same Arnie channel. Busy show tomorrow. Lake Tahoe, Joe Murphy will be here doing all of our football picks. We do have Celebrity Ass Deathmatch, Holiday Mascots tomorrow, and it's cover song Wednesday. So please remember that every room you walk in is better. Why? Because you are in there. And until tomorrow, y'all have a wonderful and great day. And this song I'm about to play is written by a newly enshrined Country Music Hall of Fame member, Dean Dillon, who wrote more than 70 songs for the king himself, George Strait. Adios, everybody. Smart enough.
is outside waiting to arrest him.